2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And you can actually enjoy this podcast raw because it's of the highest quality. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast. Thank you very much, Ed Gamble. James Acaster here. How are you? <laughs> very well, thank you. You sound like a sort of uh, a 1940s man today.
3: Yeah, well, every day, really. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I'm going for. No uh, one else
2: notices. Yeah, you've really missed, I nah, think.
3: Nah, fair enough. Maybe I'll just sound like a man in his 40s. Yes, that's possibly it. Uh this, gentleman. This
2: is the Off Menu podcast. It's a food podcast where we chat to a special guest about a certain thing, James. What is that certain thing? Oh, we're going to ask them their favourite ever. Start a main course dessert, side dish and drink. Yes, we are. And our special guest this week from LA, Los Angeles, where we are right now, is the comedian Anthony, Anthony Je- Jezelnik. He is a very, very good comedian. Uh, you may have seen his work. He's got uh, specials out there. Uh, he's he's pretty excellent, to be honest, all round. What a guy. Uh, so we are going to be welcoming him into the off-menu restaurant to have a chat to him about his dream meal. But, James, if he says a secret ingredient, mm. we will be kicking him out of the restaurant. Bye-bye, Anthony. Absolutely. And this week, the secret ingredient is... Iced, Iced Gems. Gems. Ice gems. I've always hated them. Never liked them. Where do you stand on ice gems? James? I don't get
3: them. I don't really get. Them. I don't think the biscuit or the icing bit are good separately. Let alone together. I don't think the yep. textures go very well together. Correct. I
2: don't really see the point. There's no variance in texture. They uh, crumbly biscuit, too dry, and a sharp gem. Yeah. Dangerous for the mouth. So, if Anthony Jeselnik says ice gems, we will remove him from the restaurant. Yep. So, without further ado, this is the off-menu-menu of Anthony, Anthony Ch- Jezelnik.
4: Welcome,
2: Anthony Jeselnik, to The Dream Restaurant.
4: Thank you, it's a pleasure
2: to be here.
3: Welcome, Anthony Jezelnik, to The Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time.
2: That was a very quick way of talking there
3: i thought i'd speak talk uh,
4: speak, speak talk, talk. <laughs> i thought i'd speak talk quick you yeah uh and you know you said you've been waiting but I'm, i think i'm a little bit early yeah so yeah now. you are
3: early actually yeah. yeah 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 which is very good do you like to be early for things or are yes.
4: you? yes i think being a comedian you're either early or you're always really really late that sure. i decided yeah. i'm going to be on the early side you've right. always been uh, getting there
3: i i'm like that i get there early a lot and then i always think when i'm waiting for other people i think why have i done this to myself again i get really annoyed that like i'm the guy waiting around
4: yeah i'm being taken advantage of but the stress i have being late is worse than being annoyed at someone for being late and then you have moral superiority sure
3: yeah you get to do that i i imagine when i'm late i start to imagine what they're going to say to me for being late like even though normally if you're late they just go oh hi yeah and that's it yeah in my head they're gonna be like oh yeah, nice of
4: you to join us, mate. We always had to wait around for you and now I've got to think of an excuse and something that, and they never ask for that. It's always a lie. Whenever someone's like, I'm late because you're like, you don't have to lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're just late. Yeah. Yeah, you just didn't leave on time. You didn't care enough about me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what happened.
2: I'm always early for stuff. I Mm -hmm. like being organized. I like being early. I've tried being the late guy. I've literally gone, I'm going to try and be late and see how it feels. It feels fucking awful. It's terrible. Yeah. I've tried being the late guy with a coffee as well. Late mm. with a coffee is, I think, the worst sort of human mm. being you can be. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you were late and you still wouldn't have got a coffee. Yeah, late mm-hmm. with a coffee
3: really stings. When they yeah. turn up, <laughs> they're holding the coffee and, oh, sorry, I was... No, you not sorry, oh you? would
4: you better have two coffees. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. Otherwise, I'm upset. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh, that stuff is... Yeah, I, I, I don't... Sometimes I'm with a person who is always late and we're leaving together and
4: watching what makes them late. Is infuriated, mm-hmm. especially really- if like they have nothing to do. You know, yeah. like you just you just started getting ready late. Yeah, I just came from work and I'm here to pick you up, and you're yeah. you're not ready. Unacceptable. This so
3: so frustrating, and, and and the amount of time when you get insight into how their mind works as well. So, well, it just takes us 25 minutes to get there, and yeah. you know it's an hour away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're like, how have you arrived at 25? Yeah, how has that come into your head?
2: But you're here early for the restaurant reservation. Is yes. that something that you'll do? Get somewhere early
4: for a restaurant reservation, and then have a, like a drink in the bar or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if I'm meeting someone there, if it's just me with my with my date or with my my friends, then I can. Show, I don't mind being five minutes late. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm getting to a table, I tip well. So, uh, which is an American thing. I don't know if you guys sure. even do that. We don't too. do it. Yeah, if anything, we'll steal money out of the waitress's yeah. pocket on the mm. way out. Smart. Yeah. Yeah, Smart, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone, in, I've been in Europe, and I'll tip, and they're like, "Oh, we don't do that here." And I just say, "I'm American," <laughs> and, and leave it anyway. I'm like, they must be grateful in some way, sure. but I think they just think you're a jerk.
3: No, no, no. I, I think it's quite nice. Uh, in the UK if you tips.: and
4: stuff. Yeah, like no, you do
2: and, uh, but I like the tipping culture here. I enjoy it, it makes me mm. feel like I'm actually contributing towards something. Yeah. I just want people to like me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it's this the only
3: well. way yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> just do that for everyone. Just yes. leave, leave yeah. some money. When yeah. you leave tonight, are we gonna see a little little coin on the table? Check under your pillow We always start with uh, still a
4: sparkling water on the podcast, uh, the choice of I'm gonna go sparkling. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I'm not always sparkling, but I enjoy, like, if, I, if I'm on an empty stomach, I like to open it up a little bit with some sparkling water. Oh, do you feel like the sparkling is op- opening up the stomach? I do. I do. I'll i drink, drink a bottle of it in the morning, and I feel like it opens it up a little bit. I'm not a hungry person in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so empty stomach, sparkling water.
3: And the bubbles kind of, like, push it out. Mm-hmm. And and you get a a big bubbly
4: stomach. You sound like you're making fun of me right now, but yes. That's that's absolutely true. That's how James sounds. Yeah, yeah, that's how I talk. I
3: I think that that sparkling water cleans your teeth. Yeah, that's mad. That's Mm -hmm. what I've said on the
4: podcast before. So someone thinking it expands their stomach isn't going to sound worse than me. I have heard that scientifically the fastest way to hydrate if you're dehydrated is cold sparkling water. Right. Yeah, so if I'm hungover or I come home late and I've had too much to drink, I order a bunch of uh, cold sparkling water and drink as much as I can. I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that. Have you found it helps? I have no idea. No idea? <laughs> no idea. It just feels yeah. awful anyway. You pass
3: out five seconds later. Yeah, I'm so old yeah.
4: enough now that like, the hangover cures can only do so much. Sure. Know?
3: Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're lasting longer or they're, they're, they're hitting you harder.
4: Both. Both. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Me and Ed went out recently together and Ed hang- had a hangover and I didn't. Uh, and we drank drunk pretty much the same amount yeah. And it made me feel Not having a hangover feels even better When you know that someone else who Oh you are absolutely out with, You feel oh, like a yeah. god Did yeah. you guys
4: drink the same liquor Or the same beer or like no, Not exactly the same to be
3: fair we, Which, we were, having we, the, we we're having the wines and the taster menu Oh yeah so meal. we had the
2: same wines And then we went out afterwards And then, uh, then I, that's then when switched. I make the mistakes Because then I'm switching yeah. to. I think I had a beer And then I had a gin and tonic yeah, And then I might have had another wine and then yeah. it's just game over.
4: Yeah, the gin and tonic I think is the uh, is the deal breaker. I used to That's think that thought. that was a like a healthy drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. not. It's not at all. And it's no. but it's sort of
2: sparkling. I thought I'll open my stomach up. I'll get the hangover mm-hmm. cure in now. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work like that. It was awful. I felt no like
3: death. That is where you went. I, I, I remember I just had beers after the wine. But I
2: remember seeing you get that gin and tonic, and I thought, oh. But I was thinking beer then wine, feeling fine, and you went wine sure. then beer. Oh dear. Yeah. And I went. Wine,
4: then beer, then, then gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. I was going to be chronic. Yeah. Oh, God. I didn't know the rhyme. Wow. You know that rhyme, right? <laughs> I mean, I've never agreed with any of those rhymes. No. Like they say beer before liquor and never sicker, but it's just because you yeah. drink beer faster. Yeah. So you, when you switch to liquor, you drink it as fast as you would drink a beer. It's not, there's not oh. really a chemistry to it. Yeah. It's more just like how quickly you drink.
3: Oh, so it's just about speed.
4: Yes. And okay. volume.
3: In, in America, you have like speed eating contests. We don't have that back home no 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 we we just like you know i mean drink wise we just drink yeah too much too much but this here you have hot dog eating contests oh, stuff like that yeah they're huge people,
4: people love it <laughs> yeah how many have you done today hmm? i mean I've, I've i've walked by a few yeah but i'm waiting till later on tonight to compete myself yeah, yeah. it's an amateur one well you're on fun. your way here and you don't want
2: to be late and the, the worst thing you can be is late with a hot dog mm-hmm. especially if you've been in a contest
4: yeah, yeah. you got mustard on your face yeah. it's embarrassing yeah
2: <laughs> And well, here's the thing, usually
3: uh, at this point in the podcast after he's talked about the water, I'd shout poppadoms or bread at you really loud. Ed, yeah. I'll say this to you, because I find Anthony is like, uh, I, I, I'm more f- afraid of him than any other guest we've ever had. You <laughs> just seem like a guy who wouldn't take any
2: shit.
4: Is this is true. And so yeah. far
3: I feel like if I don't expect any shout at you, I'm going to be in trouble.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would definitely control the sound of your voice. Yeah. yeah. The level of it.
3: I didn't feel like it would go well. No. If I yelled at you suddenly out of nowhere. I mean, I did it to, did it to so many people. Yeah. Yelled at Terry Hatch, I didn't give it a second thought. Yeah. But.
2: You have a natural authority as well. And I, d- I also don't think yeah. if he shouted at you, I don't think it
4: would affect you at all. No, I wouldn't be thrown by it. Yeah. Um, but, but whatever you're going to say next, I would write it down. Yeah. And pass me the piece of paper. It's yeah. Just to be safe. Yeah. You built it up too much.
2: Would you prefer that he did everything through me at this point? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. And can you ask Anthony, yeah. uh, Papa Dom's or bread? Would you like Papa Dom's or, or bread, Anthony? Uh, what is a Papa Dom? He says, what
3: is it, Papadum? Uh dom is like a, a big, like it's, it's, you get before like your starters at an Indian restaurant, yeah. traditionally. I know what it is. It's a very large, about. it's like a big crisp. Yeah, gotcha. Big potato chip. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll, take, I'll take bread, thank you.
4: Absolutely. What yeah. sort of bread would you like? I'll take a, uh, f- you know, what? I'm going to take a pretzel roll. Oh, mm.
3: uh, yeah? Yeah. No, it's, uh, we, do, we do pretzel rolls much here. Uh,
4: sorry, back home. We're in LA now, James. We're in LA now. We don't do press. Oh, oh rolls.
3: God! I just looked at him, and he looked right at me. Drinking, drinking
4: I thought this was magic restaurant time, and I could have whatever I wanted. Oh, it absolutely! Yeah. Is. It and is. You
3: definitely can
4: have it. It's just that We're your
3: eyes to... then pierced my soul, and you know they did. You've done that look to people before. I, d-
4: I don't know. People have told me my eye contact is pretty, uh, pretty severe. It's intense. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> but like, I like. Don't be wrong. I like it. Yeah. But it also terrifies me because I'm easily scared. You don't seem like someone who is easily scared. I've been scared my whole life of everything. No. But you seem like if I was like in a, in like a, a film where I get like wishes and I'm not the genie for once yeah. and I get to just wish and stuff, I'd be like, I'll, wish I was, I'll probably wish to be like you.
4: You're not the genie for once? Like how often are you the genie? <laughs>
3: I'm the genie in the restaurant. I get to get you any food you want from any time in your life. That's quite a nice feeling for me. So I'm a genie in this circumstances. But that would suggest you're a genie. A lot
2: of other circumstances as well.
4: Yeah, like you have been a genie yeah. at some point, yeah, yeah. and yeah. someone wished that you would have yeah. your freedom. Yeah, and you've now you have a podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, that's what most genies would do with their
3: freedom. Yeah, they uh-huh. immediately have a podcast.
2: Yeah. Well, Start James podcast. found a genie and he had three wishes, but, and he only used the first two, which was to be a genie and have his own podcast. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bam, bam. Smart. Third one like, still. You keep saying though. I'm not afraid. What about you? Do you think is threatening in any way?
3: Yeah. well <laughs> You're absolutely right. I, I don't mean I don't mean you'd be afraid of me. Mm. I just mean like I can just see I can just see it in your eyes that you've never been afraid of anything your whole life.
4: That's not true. I think as a child I was afraid, and then I realized that uh, fears fears ridiculous. It's yeah. uh, it's it's you don't really have to be afraid. It's um, irrational. Yeah. But now all fear and people are afraid of me. I have yeah. what they call in America, I don't know if you have it over there, a resting bitch face. Right, okay. That. Yeah, it's just like, even yeah. if I'm just like having a great time, people yeah. look at me and they're like, he's about to snap. You
3: know? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. how I
4: feel. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're going to snap, you're going to
2: rip Benito's head off.
4: Yeah. The great Benito? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, in this case, you are correct. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that help in, like, a restaurant scenario where do you think people are sort of tiptoeing around you a bit more or maybe working a bit harder on the dishes because they're like, that guy looks angry. We've got to keep that guy Um, happy. A
4: little bit. I once did snap at a waiter. I was was on a date, and I told my date, we were in a nice steak restaurant, and we're starving, and I said, I'm going to order for you. I'll order Uh for the lady. And the waiter comes over, and I say, we'll have, and he goes, excuse me, sir, uh, the lady orders first. And I almost flipped the table Frank Sinatra style, and I was Uh like... Get away from me and send over anyone else. Whoever you want to wow. get tipped the most yes. because I am about to lose it. And if I hadn't been so hungry, I would have left on the spot. But otherwise, I get along pretty well. Now, the hunger, hunger, anger, anger Yes, I, I think I have that once a day.
3: Yes, and it's for the
2: whole day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for the whole day. These guys have had to deal with me in restaurant scenarios in, during the trip away. I don't deal well with it at all. Having to wait in line for food. Having, having to try
4: and get a waiter's attention, I'm terrible at it. Are you aware of the hanger when it's happening? Like I, if, yes. I'm, if I'm hangry, I don't know it until I eat and I'm like, oh, that's why I was so mad. Oh you yeah, exactly. I sure. thought that I was just in a bad, where like something's happening to me, I realized I was just hungry. Yes. No, I realized why yeah. it's
2: happening and I feel like a bad person and then I eat and, and then I feel bad about having eaten so much. So it's just a constant cycle. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, I really try and control it when I, feel, I, I, I realize at the time I'm only angry because I'm hungry. And then I start to really try and control it. But then that becomes stressful. Mm. And then really, I should just i should just have a, a, a pocket full of buns all the time. And I can just eat a bun whenever I feel angry. So the message of this podcast
4: is you have to eat every day multiple times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, I think broadly that's the message. Yeah. So it's educational. Yeah. Gotcha. It's yeah, good yeah. to get, It's good to finally dig down and get the message of this yeah. podcast out yes. there. It's been obscured for so long. <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So a pretzel roll. Lovely. Which I'm not sure I've had a pretzel roll before.
4: No, no, if I have had one. Bun. If, if, if if it's there on the tray if they got like multiple pieces of bread right. I'll take that. Yeah. But otherwise, French bread is mm. great. Uh white bread, wheat, I, I'll eat, I'll eat it all. If there's yeah. no bread I'm like no I don't eat that. Sure. So you, but but the, this
2: pretzel roll do you want it warm? Yes, please. Absolutely. And it's got like salt on it and stuff. Is mm-hmm. it
4: like brown ones with salt on top? Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah. Any butter with that? Please a little butter with a little bit of salt on it, yeah. it would, be, would be delicious yeah. yeah salt in the butter salt in the roll do
3: you want the salt to like uh, be the same salt or do you want bigger salt on your
4: pretzel roll to in the butter I think there's pretzel salt and then there's like table salt yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. they are different kinds of salt yeah I don't want to see sea salt on the table you, don't you don't see it anywhere you don't want to see it not with the bread right, I like okay. sea salt you yeah, know? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not a maniac
3: yeah but you would like it like from a salt mine I think all salt from salt mine. I don't true? want to create it in the lab. No, lab salt. Put that down. <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> um, I'm going to move my
2: iPad. Now, well,
3: when, Ed's, when Ed's iPad was dinging there, mm-hmm. how did you feel about it? Because I thought that was yours. And so I was like, well, fair enough, it's the guest's appliance. No. But you obviously
4: knew that it wasn't yours my phone is on airplane mode like a yes. gentleman so you that well so is like,
2: mine but i've i'm only i'm i'm new to the ipad game so i forgot i had it
4: yeah i mean yeah. there's no way you could have known how ipads work <laughs> the game. Uh, as a comedian i'm used to phones going off think, little distractions sure. yeah, yeah and i'm a pro i can just power through it i don't have to yeah. jump up and run around and then talk about it for a few minutes
3: Man. yeah yeah that was pretty bad here's how i feel
2: if you'd been saying that to James, he would have shit himself during that conversation. Mm-hmm. I did anyway. I was loving it.
3: Yeah, you it's liked great. it?
2: Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, no,
3: I keep <laughs> thinking about when you nearly flipped the table over when that guy told you the lady has to order first. <laughs> yeah. Now that's just in my head forever.
4: It was disrespect. I don't also,
3: like I feel like some listeners will have some questions about that story that we should ask. What do, you, what do you mean? I don't think we've had someone on the podcast before who has said that they were on a date and said to the other person and told them, I'll order for you. Which I've never heard that. You
4: before. ask. It's like, can I order? Like, sometimes they like it. Sometimes yeah. a, a lady likes it if you order for them. I mean, it depends on what you're getting. If you, know, if you know, like, if it's a steak restaurant, you know we're getting the surf and turf, and then these are the sides. So it's easier to order for the lady. But if it's, like, a big menu and you don't know what they're going to get, I let them order. It's not, like, a thing. It's uh-huh. just, like, a fun thing to do every once in a while. Okay. Yeah. But you have to say now, I'll order for the lady. You have to start like that. That way, yeah, just the start- waiter doesn't jump in and humiliate you.
3: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so that was you felt humiliated when they said that? Oh, you told 100%, you off percent.
4: A hundred percent. It's like if someone corrects your grammar or like uh-huh. shushes you. It doesn't uh-huh. matter if they're right. Uh-huh. You hate them forever.
3: Sure. No one likes a shusher. Yeah, Ed's definitely a shusher. He's shushed me multiple times on this holiday.
4: Yeah, I just have to just look at them yeah, yeah oh my god yeah.
3: you're damn right you do yeah. <laughs> i mean there's so many things i still want to disagree with you on on the on the ordering for people thing but i don't fucking care. not for people <laughs> i'm for absolutely terrified
4: you for, or if you you never know, sat down with a group of people and been like i've been to this restaurant a hundred times mm-hmm. let me do you guys mind if i order for the table uh-huh and then you just order a bunch of stuff and everyone splits it that's fun mm-hmm. yeah like, i like to pick up the check that way i can order whatever i want if i want to order the nice bottle of wine I don't want everyone having to split the check with me. Sure, I want to order what I want. You, guys, you guys enjoy it. Yeah, but I'm going to take over here and pay for everything. Well, so, oh, so this is when you're paying for it. You have to be paying. For yeah, it. yeah. If yeah. you're not paying for it and you order like that, then you're a complete yeah. jerk. Although I once, <laughs> I once went to a restaurant that the guy owned. It was like I was at a comedy festival, and this guy's like, "Bring your friends in." Uh-huh. Sat down at the table with us, ordered for the entire table, charged us for every single thing, <laughs> every drink. Everything he ordered, every appetizer, and we couldn't believe it. And we paid yeah. it, but uh, that was a shock.
3: I had that once before gig, uh, on a gig on a tiny little island off of the United Kingdom, and we got there, and the guy was like, organize you this meal uh, beforehand, the promoter of the gig. And he also turned out to own the restaurant, and we got the meal, and then we had to pay for it, and I was not expecting that. Tonight. No it was quite the
4: surprise
2: it's
3: always a shock it's yeah. a good
2: way to run a restaurant though isn't it just invite people to come to your restaurant and then make them pay for everything you've given them yeah mm-hmm. oh we absolutely i know what i've just done there is just described every restaurant that is but... every restaurant <laughs> trick actually isn't it every restaurant does that trick
4: <laughs> they say come to our restaurant and then you go and then you got to pay for and it you got to pay yeah but if they like if they just like bring something out you have not ordered and like the chef yeah. would like you to have mm-hmm. this yeah. and then they charge you for it that's yeah, that's mad. That's, yeah. that's a crime yeah yeah, yeah.
3: absolute madness <laughs> So we come to something that you have ordered. Nice little segue. Well done. Fair enough. Uh, your starter.
4: Raw oysters straight out of the ocean. Chilled. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty straight, great. How straight out of the ocean do you want them? Do you want to pluck them out yourself? I, when I, I used to work at a restaurant on Martha's Vineyard, uh, which is like a, like a famous island off, off the coast of America here. Oh. And I worked in a restaurant. At the end of my shift, I worked the lunch shift. It was a seafood restaurant. They bring me in oysters right out of the ocean. I put them in a big thing of ice water for like an hour, chill them because that opens them up a little bit. Uh-huh. And the last hour of my shift, I would take the little uh, oyster knife and oh, and cut them in half and prepare them for the night shift. Oh, yeah. And I could eat as many as I wanted. Oh, wow. And, uh, and it was just the most delicious thing ever. That The fresher yeah. they are, the better they are. I don't even put, I don't put cocktail sauce on them. I don't put vinegar on them. I just like them just that. I want to taste the ocean in yeah. each oyster. So that's, that's the ultimate appetizer for me. That sounds delicious. What's
2: the most amount of oysters you think you could eat before you started getting fed up of oysters in one
4: session? It's, yeah. it's funny. When I was in college, this is before I worked on Martha's Vineyard, I had heard that oysters were an aphrodisiac that if you ate oysters, it like made you want to have sex more. Mm-hmm. And I would go on dates, if you guys didn't know what an aphrodisiac was. Like we don't have know. those in the UK. I once yeah. went, to, and I went to school in New Orleans uh, where they had great seafood and amazing oysters. And I, would, I t- we took a date and I was like, let's see how many we can eat and how, how horny we get. And I think we <laughs> ate... Let's see I how many say, we can eat and how horny we get. <laughs> I want to yeah. say three dozen oysters between two wow. people. So mm. a dozen and a half. And how, 18. and how horny did we yeah. get? I mean, I was in college, so the same horny I was throughout college. Yeah, like it didn't, it's like the hangover. Key, like you don't thing. know how much yeah. difference that's making. You're yeah. already at maximum horny. Yeah, exactly. It didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. You but I, suppose,
2: suppose I suppose. I suppose for the real test, you're going to have to wait until you're like a really old man, mm-hmm. and then eat loads of oysters and see what happens.
4: Well, I think now there's so many chemicals in the ocean that I bet there's got to be Viagra in oysters. <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about it. Like you get, you get your dosage of cocaine, yeah, um, antidepressants, and Viagra, no matter what you're eating.
3: Yeah, the they've ocean. absorbed all of that. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Does that mean uh, are oysters always horny themselves?
4: Mm, good question. I mean, there are so many of them. You've got to yeah. imagine yeah. they're boning. Yeah, you know, yeah. That uh, i, I got to say, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say yes, yeah. oysters <laughs> are always horny. Yeah, yeah. Because they're always tasting themselves. Do you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah? Are yeah. they? Yeah. Like if they're... you're like, Think about what your tongue tastes like. You have no idea, uh-huh. but you're tasting it all the time. Yeah. So that's all what right. oysters, that's what they have to deal with. Blow my mind. I'm always tasting my tongue. Mm-hmm. But they're
2: always, they're in their shell, right? So they're not horny and getting off with each other. They're just locking themselves in their shell and like really going at themselves, right?
4: Yeah, solo. Yeah, I think they, they masturbate and then
2: throw it at each other.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. They open yeah, the shell yeah. just a little bit, just enough yeah. to chuck it in. There.
3: Best way to do it. I guess, yeah, if, if that's how you have to reproduce, then yeah, you're going to need to
4: be really horny to do that. I don't you've think they have to. I think they just enjoy it. Yeah. It's enjoy. Yeah, like oysters, dolphins, and humans and monkeys. Uh, have sex for pleasure right otherwise they're just trying to you know procreate they're the only ones i don't know about you but when you said those four
2: things all have sex for pleasure i'd imagine them all fucking each other just then Mm -hmm.
4: that's what i meant yeah 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 (laughs)
2: Yeah.
4: oh
3: i wasn't there at all (laughs) (laughs) you guys had that yeah yeah yeah. cross species orgy in your mind
4: yeah i guess you've never been to a zoo (laughs) no that's pretty much what it's like is that
3: always like all the time (laughs) (laughs) is this one all the animals banging
4: Mm
3: -hmm. wow just those four I oh, just thought it's because the yeah. others are the other for ones life. are
4: doing it just to put on a show. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so, your main course after those delicious oysters,
4: after the oysters, uh, no more fish for me. No, that's I'm going, I'm going steak, guys. We're going, go- and steak. not just any steak. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to read this because I want to make sure that I get it exactly right. USDA Prime Dry-Aged 35 Days Sirloin Steak, Medium-Rare Plus. Wow. My favorite steakhouse in Los Angeles is a place called Cut. Uh, it's a Wolfgang Puck's uh, steakhouse here. And they have, like, one of those steak samplers you can get where you get, like, the, the Wagyu and the different kinds. And this one, the 35 de- a day Dry-Aged Grass-Fed, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. And now whenever I go, I get that one. Right. So, so I've, like, I've done the taste test and i know exactly which one is the best and i i love any kind of steak i enjoy the dry aged the more the better it's always more interesting it's not always a better steak but it's interesting mm-hmm. i recently had like a 450 day dry aged steak what didn't even taste like steak Ta- didn't look like steak it was almost like a jerky aspect to it but it was delicious and you wouldn't want to eat it all the time uh-huh. but if they have it you got to order it that uh, that i love if i'm going like perfect meal magic restaurant 35-day, dry-aged, grass-fed sirloin.
2: 450 wow. days seems mad. Yeah. yeah. That,
4: I mean, at some point, they've celebrated the new year with that steak. They call, they, have it like, they call it a birthday steak when it gets to 365, right. and then they just cut pieces off until it's gone. But then this one, they were just like, let's wait until 400 and then see how long we, it can last. And if you dry-age something, it can last forever. Wow. But it's, you know.
2: I got obsessed with a, uh, which I've showed you this, so there's a mm. YouTube uh, account of a guy who sous-vides everything uh he what he sous vide's everything you know that method of cooking where you like put it in a vacuum pack and then put it in like a warm bath of water okay i didn't know that was was called Um, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so uh he just sous vide's everything and then uh he he did a brisket he sous vide a brisket for a month in uh in slightly warm water uh and he's checking in on it every day and looking at it and he couldn't wait to eat
4: it uh and the video goes on for about half an hour and then he tastes it, and it's disgusting. I mean, that's the kind of thing. Like when that guy dies, no one's gonna ask why. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, you live your life like that. That's how it's gonna go. Because you you need to get a steak above a certain temperature,
2: or like a brisket above a certain temperature, for it to be safe to eat. And he did not get it there. No. It was like thirty degrees for a month, and then he ate some. And yeah. Actually, no, he hasn't put in any more videos up since then. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. he hasn't. No more birthday
3: steaks for him, if you know what I'm saying. No more birthdays. He's dead. He's dead, yeah. I, I get it. I miss what you weren't
4: laughing or applauding. I mean, I still got it. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't applaud the joke. No. But, you know. So, medium rare. Medium rare plus, I say. What? Do you mean above that? It's like in between medium and medium rare. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Since you're asking. Yes. Uh, Steak restaurants undercook your steak on purpose. Because if they overcook it and you send it back, they got to throw out the steak. If they undercook it, then they can can cook it a little more. So you say medium rare plus, it's basically like exactly what you want. They kind of try to get it in. Because I want perfect medium rare. Yeah. I don't want undercooked medium rare and I hate sending things back. So you say medium rare plus, it's like let's undercook medium and then you get the perfect steak.
2: I did not know that. That
3: is quite. I, I had no idea that they undercook it on purpose.
4: Mm-hmm. It makes sense because it just saves them money. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, and some restaurants won't do it. They say uh, medium. We prefer meat. We, we the chef recommends medium rare. We don't do medium rare plus. So I'll say medium rare plus, whatever that means to you. Yeah, yeah. And they they get they get
3: it. Oh, like you're speaking code, like magicians do, yeah. like penitenteller do. It's Penn like, Intelli- it's like I don't want
4: to be rude table. about this. I'm not. I'm not particular or dainty mm-hmm. with my food, but. Yeah. Do what do what you think is best, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean when I say medium rare plus.
2: Yeah, they know what you're talking about.
4: What is the worst steak you've ever had? I was on a date and uh, the date was not going well, and we were at a steakhouse where they are famous for their for like how they cook the steak. It's perfect, and they overcooked the shit out of mine. Like it was brutal. Yeah. When it was like gray, and I asked for medium rare, medium rare plus, and it was gray. And they were like, "Oh, we'll take it back and get you another one." But I wanted the date to be over, so I'm like, "No, this is actually exactly how I wanted." And I woofed it down, and it was it was brutal. Oh,
2: it man. was brutal. Have you ever been to Morton's Steakhouse in LA? I have. James went there
4: and he shot his pants. Yes. Like, right away, or yeah. Uh,
3: basically, it wasn't to do with the steakhouse. It was I, I had some a case of deer from a food truck the night before. I woke up uh in the middle of the night just shat sh- for ages and then I had to go and do my first bit of American television held it in for that went straight to a steakhouse my agent at the time he wanted to celebrate the TV uh, appearance by going to a steakhouse and as soon as we went in there I went to the toilet but then when I went to the toilet I was like actually no I only need a wee now it's fine let's go for it so I started weeing and then I shat myself and that's what happened
4: well, now you have this great dinner story you can tell yeah. <laughs> whenever people are eating. Yeah, I can That's tell not... that to
3: people around the dinner table and stuff like that. But, like, you know, it's, it's not far from here.
4: So now do you always sit down to eat? Just yeah. To like be yeah, safe? Just in
3: case. Oh, it's nicer anyway, isn't it? Do yeah. you like it? I don't do that. No, I, I don't know why I asked that you would do that. There's no I sh- way that you would do I that. I shit standing up. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you shit standing up yeah. from, a, from a height into the it, bowl yeah. and you hit it every time. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. That's no sitting down. You're probably getting tasks done as you're standing yeah. up doing the shit, right? Like fixing a car.
4: Lift weights. Yeah, yeah lifting weights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
3: like a standing
2: desk. You've mm-hmm. got a standing toilet at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Annihilating tasks.
3: Man, yeah. I can only imagine. Also, like, I, I, I'm going to try and, like, think about how... Like, next time I order a steak, I'm going to want to say medium rare plus. Yeah. But what will happen with me is I'll say medium rare plus, and they'll say, we don't do that. And I'll go, I'm sorry. You do have to apologize. That, but I will.
4: <laughs> I'll go, I'm so
3: sorry. And then well,
4: do the same medium rare plus, whatever that means to whatever you. Whatever that means to you. Because I once asked a waiter, I said, listen, when, when I say medium rare plus, yeah. are you just like, yeah, asshole? Medium rare, and then put it in, or is there? And she showed me on the thing there was a key for right. medium rare plus. Like it's popular enough mm-hmm. now that people uh, people know it. It's a real thing. Did you, you, you used to have to do the thing where you squeeze your hand to see uh, the different cooks cooks of the steak? You heard this? I've yeah, never, yeah. I've never uh, I've never gathered that. Like when I was in when I was in college, I came home for a summer. My parents were like, "Get out of the house and get a job right now. We're not going to have you sit around the house." Hmm. And I went to a restaurant down the street. And I said, I'm looking for a job. And they said, we need a cook and we need a dishwasher. And I was so stupid. I thought, well, I don't know how to cook, but I, I know I can wash dishes. So I said, dishwasher. Not realizing I'm going mean, to get paid half as much. And they teach you how to cook. You yeah. know, it's not like they just say, okay, yeah. we yeah. need burgers now. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. They teach you what to do. So that whole summer, I was just miserable watching this guy who was so fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> cooking everything and making way more money while i was I was uh, doing the worst job in the in the place. So I never learned the thing about like here's the firmness. yeah, here's how it is. I don't cook much on my own. Uh-huh. And if I had to try to cook something to temperature, I would either overcook it or undercook it. I don't uh, right. I understand what you're saying, but I. Yeah. I refuse to learn it. It's like it's like astrology to me. It's like, oh, there's sure. the big dipper, great. I'm not yeah. uh, I'm not memorizing this.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I can't imagine you pointing up at the stars and saying, "Look, that's a lovely constellation." I'm yeah. pointing that out to people. I'm
4: the only star you need to look at. As far as <laughs>
0: down. So, to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. to get 30, 30, to get
4: 30, to get 20, 20, to 20, get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a
0: month. So, give it a try at slash switch.
4: $45 up front
2: for
1: three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura.
3: So uh, your, your side dish uh, for the steak, is, it, is, it, is this something that goes with the steak or is it yes. just the best side dish you've ever had?
4: I just you, I can only pick one. Even yeah. though it's a magic restaurant, you think you could pick like a bunch of different <laughs> ones. Uh, and I just want the classic uh, mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes, ah. maybe some truffle in there if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need it. Uh-huh. But if it's on there, I'll choose it. You know, yeah. Mashed potatoes, great. You can't mess them up. Mm-hmm. You throw some garlic in there, even better. Some truffle on top of that, sure. But any of those combinations are good but a mashed potato with the steak is, is uh is fantastic wonderful james is known as the mash king because when he worked in the kitchen he was the best at the mash i mean that's the job that like any monkey could do yes and that was like your claim mm-hmm. to fame don't yeah. think i've
3: ever met a monkey called the mash king <laughs> so...
4: <laughs> monkeys so you... are the only other
2: animal that make mashed potato for pleasure
4: did, yeah. you, did you peel the potato or did you they they were already peeled and you just cook, like boiled them and then mashed them they were already peeled and boiled Oh, really? I didn't know this. Yes.
2: Oh, so you didn't even cook the potatoes?
4: No, they would peel and boil them and I'd come in and they would pour the water away and I'd mash them. <laughs> did you actually mash them or did you just kind of scoop them out and put them on a plate? Because this, this story is getting worse and worse. <laughs> no,
2: no I, I mashed them. I, I put I put in butter and cream. Did they like you at this place? Oh, yeah.
4: Did they give you a masher or did you just have to do it with your face?
2: I had a masher. I had a, I had a oh, really
4: good masher, actually. When they called you the mash king, like, how did they say <laughs> You know, I said, it like give it uh, to the Mash King. Well, how so are you imagining they said it? The fucking Mash King over here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't remember them saying it like that. Did they do like trumpet sounds when you walked in and stuff? Like, the Mash King. king.
3: And, then, and then like announcing me to the kitchen. Yeah. They may as well have. That's how much respect I think I had in that
4: kitchen. I would have thought you'd be like the remind him to wash his hands king. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, mean, I did have to remind me to wash my hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But
3: oh, they were spick and span. They look clean now. You're a very clean, boy. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Where'd oh. go, buddy? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Dad.
2: Are,
4: are you are you a big hand washer? Do you, do you wash them quite regularly? Um, Semi regularly, you know. Yeah. Especially during like flu season, things going on. You mm-hmm, want to be sure. uh, you want to be safe. I but I uh, I try to wash my hands and. As a, I'm gonna go ahead and call myself a celebrity, a minor celebrity for sure. Go ahead. But I've definitely, I've been in a bathroom like I'm go to a, I go to a sports event. You know, I'm in the bathroom. It's like people are just trying to get in and out. I want to get back before the game starts again. Yeah. I don't wash my hands. What? I see someone online being like, just saw Justin like in the bathroom, didn't wash his hands. Right. That now I think this is my reputation. Yeah. You know, sure. I've got to wash my hands. But if my hands feel dry, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't feel like they're dirty. I don't wanna, I don't wanna wash them every yeah. time. Sure. Depends on, it depends on what I, what I'm doing. What I'm doing next. You know, if I'm making someone something, I'll wash them. Sure. I'm going to shake a bunch of hands. My hands feel sticky, a little clammy. I'll I'll throw some soap on them. Soap them up. Yeah. You don't really need to wash your hands if you've just done a shit
2: standing up anyway, do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just keep them away from there, you're good. Yeah. I I just get the blow dryer and just stick it
3: back there
4: for a couple (laughs) minutes and then uh, I'm good to go. Stroll out of there. Mm hmm. (laughs) If it's good enough for astronauts, it's good enough for me. Is that how astronauts do it? Mm hmm. Blow dry their butts? Mm hmm. Do they? Yeah.
3: All the time, even on Earth?
4: Mm hmm. (laughs)
3: <laughs> That's where it started yeah. yeah It started there Then we're going to Take this trend to the moon Mhm. So hold on They, they blow dry
4: there how, how do they do this? With a blow dry But like Do they wipe as well? well I mean with like Because if you've ever seen a blow dryer, It's like one end Is like where the hot air comes out And then it's just like A bunch of plastic uh-huh. You can just use that You know Roll it up and down A couple of times Oh yeah? Mm-hmm.
3: With a with plastic nub? Mm-hmm And then you s- flip it round And then dry your butt hmm Ed Mm. I'm not sure all of this is true. <laughs> do you think he's making it up? Well, he knows that I'm too scared to correct him. <laughs> he knows that I'm not going to say to him that sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Well,
4: you guys don't have a space program. We do. So that's, true. that's a good point. It's, it's yeah, not you you don't, you. you don't. You don't have a like, leg to stand on if you yeah. were to correct me. That is true. We we haven't got a space program. We don't really know. And if we
2: did, we wouldn't. That's not how our astronauts would wipe their butts. No. And do it properly.
3: Well, really, the best way is just to you, you should have a bottle of water and splash it off like that. Right,
2: that's not in space though, because space. if you pour it no. out in space, it's gonna the water's gonna float around. Then you're gonna have to chase the blobs of water with your butt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's why I use the blow dryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not chasing the
4: water. They don't have bidets in space.
2: Yeah, that's true. We don't have those in England anyway.
4: Bidets? No, no. They're not big here. I mean, no. people like yeah. rich people have them. Have you ever tried one? It's unpleasant. I it's don't, not, not it's I'm not, not a nice it.
2: feeling. I'm not I'm not into it. And like Japanese mm. toilets, I, I like the idea of the spray and the spray in the water to yeah. wash, but it's not my it's not for me. I'd I, rather have just a slightly dirty butt. hmm I think, and then just give it a big wash at the end of the day.
4: Yeah, I don't like when people have like the uh like the baby wipes on the back of the toilet. Yeah. It's like how do, how filthy are you? <laughs> like <laughs> you're, you're acting like you don't own a blow dryer. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Have you ever had a bidet steak? Beg your pardon, James? What? A bidet steak? A steak that's cooked in a bidet? Is that weird?
3: Yes. You said about birthday steak earlier. I'm, I, oh, wow. I, I thought I'd do a funny little... Oh, oh. You did, are you throwing a callback at me? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I thought I'd just throw a little callback
2: at you. That's the worst thing you've ever done on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's so bad.
4: That's a crime <laughs> against comedy.
2: Anthony's got you so shook. It's brilliant. I'm absolutely <laughs> terrified,
3: Ed. I'm off my game. I'm not thinking straight.
4: I've got no think, confidence
3: in anything that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> you shouldn't do it if it's fucking Bidet Steak. Why, did, did, why are you ganging up against me? Sorry. If why I, are you taking I, his if
4: side? I just talked about birthday steaks, maybe. Yeah. But it's been quite some time. Are you going to air this? Yeah. Is this yeah, like, yeah this did is we the, just put a bullet in this one? Oh, this think, is perfect. This is I perfect think
3: this one is going out, but like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> if you guys title each episode differently, I hope it's called bidet steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this <laughs> one steak, maybe.
3: Oh, I'm having an anxiety attack. <laughs> oh, oh I'm loving God. it. In my head, it was good bidet steak. I still, I, Joe, this is how shook I am. I still don't know why it didn't work. Still in my head, it was a, it was the best idea I had at the
4: time. Would you like me to explain it to you? Yep. <laughs> okay, a call back, you got to have like the first thing in your head you know so it's like it like you remember Mm. that first thing and so birthday and bidet aren't even that similar (laughs) yeah and it was so long ago that i talked about the birthday steak Uh, that uh, and even the way you said it was without confidence whatsoever i think you were looking at the table and Mm. uh it almost sounded like uh just the fact that the steak was made in a bidet was the joke yes um i mean it was a failure across the board also um, oh. birthday oh. steak we didn't really hang around on that for very long either, mm-hmm. we? we mentioned so, it so yeah, once yeah. yeah, I forgot we
3: talked about it at yeah, all yeah, until yeah. he brought uh, it up yeah. it just stuck in my head because I thought it's a birthday steak sounded fun mm. what's like your normal job Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, mash king <laughs> yeah. is that, is that, did I mention that recently <laughs> enough to be able to refer back to it yeah yeah,
4: yeah. yeah oh. that worked oh thank you you're learning yeah, you're good. learning on the job oh. oh what's, what's your dream drink <laughs> i mean dream drink I, i'm a simple man you know i am um, usually like something on the rocks you mm-hmm. know uh glass of scotch with like one big ice cube but like mm-hmm. really good scotch i don't drink the, the bad stuff but i think for a dinner like this whenever i'm at a steakhouse i gotta go martini uh-huh. uh, i go uh gray goose straight up dirty uh with regular olives yeah i swore off blue cheese olives a long time ago i was like i'm gonna be a man and get olives without cheese stuffed in them. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I enjoy I enjoy that. Regular
2: olives. We only heard about the blue cheese thing recently. We did. We, never we had didn't them. know it was it's not. Pain. It's
4: not like an international thing?
2: No, I, it, might, it might be. We've probably just not been to those places. But
4: mm. I think that sounds like a great idea, but you've decided to be a man and not have the cheese. Like if it's if it's the... Like let's say they have a special martini and it's yeah. got blue cheese and olives. I'm not going to correct them. Uh-huh. But if they ask me if I want olives, I say yes and they say blue cheese, I say no, thank you. But I just feel like it's like... It's a, it's, a, it's a little girl thing. It's a thing for like 16-year-old girls.
2: Blue and, cheese and in a, a
4: martinis. In an olive, yeah. That doesn't scream 16-year-old girl to me. What screams 16-year-old girl to you?
2: Well, I don't know because I don't <laughs> hang out with any. <laughs> I've never even met a 16-year-old girl. Oh yeah? No.
4: It's Sorry. like it's like the it's like an apple teeny kind of thing. You know what right, I mean? I okay. just don't It's like, like a novelty
2: a novelty yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. the blue
4: cheese. Yeah. I like a martini. I don't need the blue cheese olives. Yeah. Nice to briefly see you on the ropes there actually. Yeah, I
3: know. Was after having Completely sold me yeah. out earlier, like a little Judas, <laughs> and ganged up on me. And then you, you questioned the olives. You got the the Jesnick stare, and you in the, immediately backed down. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I'm just, I I'm just, I'm uh, haven't seen a 16 year old girl before.
2: I'm going to stand up for myself. I don't think blue cheese is something that 16 year old girls are eating on a regular basis.
4: No, blue cheese is uh, blue cheese is good. I yep. enjoy it in a salad. I like I like just eating blue cheese on crackers. Mm. But if you want to stick in olives and put it in a martini. What are you drinking the martini for? Right. You know, do you need that blue cheese olive? I like regular olives. It's fine. I like a dirty martini. You know, I like that olive yeah. juice taste. Yeah. Chuck the brine. No vermouth. It. I don't want any vermouth anywhere near it. No? No. I don't even wash the glass out with it. It's disgusting. You hate vermouth. Why? I hate it. It's, it's not good. Have you ever had vermouth?
3: Yeah, I quite like it.
4: What do you like about it? Quite, well, stick up for yourself, James. Yeah, James, in, I know what he's doing. You yes. just stick up for yourself. If you want
3: to say exactly you like vermouth, you just say it.
2: So, come on. Why do you like vermouth?
3: Well, I've had, like, in Rob Roy's and stuff, I've had red vermouth. I think it makes it, like, quite nice and sweet and makes the drink taste like what I imagined whiskey tasted like before I ever drank whiskey. Oh, God. I Wait, know. isn't now a now Rob Roy just something. Coke and cherry juice? No, not Coke and cherry juice. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's whiskey and red vermouth
4: with some bitters in there. Okay. I, I can see vermouth having its uses outside of a martini. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to judge you on that.
3: Okay. Oh, I've had it in a... I think I've had it in a martini. It's a Vespa martini. Does that have... I don't know. I, I, verm- if, you,
4: if you say dry, I want a dry martini, that means uh, no vermouth or light vermouth. If you say bone dry, yeah. that means absolutely no. But most places don't make it with vermouth anymore. Okay, well, if you say cool. bone dry plus, then they're definitely going to make it bone dry, right? I think, th- I think they take the bottle of vermouth and smash it on the ground in front of it, if you say bone <laughs> yeah. plus. And then they get their hair
3: dry. They used to dry their butts, and then they dry up their vermouth from, from the floor. Then another car bag. Listen,
4: <laughs> that was a good one.
2: That, yeah. one that was, worked. That was a good one. That, I one, enjoyed logically that one worked. I Don't mean, look at me like that, Anthony. I'm relative, backing up my friend. On a
4: relative scale, I'll Jesus give it Christ. to you. <laughs> like, have you ever seen the movie, uh, f- God, what's it called? Describe what happens in it. It's it's like a it's like a new James Bond kind of thing. Born where they have no um the, the Kingsman. The King, oh yeah. You see yeah. the Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the first one, he goes into he, the the spy sneaks into a party and they ask him what he wants to drink, mm-hmm. and he says he wants a martini, uh, stirred, not shaken. He's kind of playing off the Bond thing, and he's like, yeah. I want you to stir it ten times counterclockwise while staring at an unopened bottle of vermouth. And the butler's like big smile and he's like, very good sir. Like, that's a cool way to order a drink. Yeah, oh, you know? okay. And it's not, but in the movie they play it that way. Yeah, they really And hammer, then at the end of the movie, even though it's been a good
2: movie and nice and funny, he, there's just a joke about him having anal sex with a woman right at the
4: end. Have you seen that? It's not really a joke more than just like, he's going to have anal sex. People were mad about that, yeah. which I thought was surprising. It was, it, was a, it was a tonal left turn, I'd say. Yes, but it was a very, like, for the Bond, if you've seen all the James Bond movies, yeah, like, yeah. there's a Bond movie where Pierce Brosnan says, is sleeping with a woman named Christmas. Her last name is Christmas. Mm. And he says, I thought Christmas only came once a year. And yeah. that's the end of the movie. Then that, is, mm. that is less outrageous than just showing a woman's ass about to get railed,
3: <laughs> I think. I haven't seen uh, The Kingsman, so I can't really comment Well, on that's it. what happens. It
4: no, hasn't stopped you from all these comments you've been making so far.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'll,
4: I'll make comments.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and
4: oh, in, the first, in the first James Bond with um, Daniel Craig, yeah. they wanted to separate it from like, the other Bond movies. So he sits at the bar and he goes, I want, a, uh, I want a martini. And they go, shaken or stirred? And he says, do I look like I give a damn? Like really like snaps it off. And they're yeah. like, oh it's not it's not shaken not stirred he doesn't give a damn yes. and i was so i was so pumped seeing the movie i went to get a, a drink afterwards I ordered a martini and the guy goes shaken or stirred and i said do i look like i give a damn and the guy was just like what the fuck <laughs> like, like, just like are you hungry? Why, why are you swearing at me like, yeah. this is not this well, is not okay
3: also if he's like near the cinema with 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 his uh, bar i bet he's getting that a lot yeah. Every night and Why has
4: everyone suddenly started getting some, No uh, idea The why. martinis
3: are more popular But I'm getting a lot of shit yeah. for it
4: That actually happens to me in restaurants Where I think the waiter recognizes me And is a fan so I'll say something dickish to them and they are not a fan. They don't know who I am and I'm just being very rude. Uh, and yes. it, it's, it upsets people. And
2: then you have to leave a big tip and write on the receipt, I, w- I was in persona, I apologize. I'll leave a tip mm.
4: anyway, but I'll let them, I'll let it be awkward. I'll, I'll sit in it. I'm like, I earned this. Yeah, I yeah. should not have uh, acted the way that I did. Is but. that
3: what's happening here?
4: <laughs> <laughs> what, that, you, that I think you guys are big fans so I can be a jerk? You can't blame this on me. <laughs> I'm doing my best to get through what you're throwing out And uh, yes. and I just, I just assume that people are listening to this And they want to be entertained yes. I'm trying to carry you Yes, Like the end of a war movie
3: yes. Harry Potter, Hagrid carries him
4: out of the woods I'm trying to like, let you know you're going to be okay Even though you're bleeding everywhere Yeah. Oh. Did
2: you just say Harry Potter, Hagrid carries him out of the woods? Yes, that's what happens at the end of one of the Harry Potter films right. Hagrid carries him out of the woods Why wolf. are
3: you saying that now? just trying to say, I've seen other films where people get carried. I don't even know who I am anymore.
4: I have that effect. I'm not a great dinner companion. Oh, oh God. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Uh, you wouldn't like You it. look like you've seen them all.
3: Yeah, I've seen all of them.
4: Have you ever sat for like a marathon, like an eight movie marathon? No, but
3: I, w- I wouldn't be against it. Ah. Uh. Ask her. No, no. I'm going to just enjoy it there. What, 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 does, what dessert would you like?
4: Okay, uh, any dessert I could possibly have. And I'm not honestly, i do not much of a sweet tooth. I'm not a big yeah. dessert guy. But my favorite, uh, going to college in New Orleans, there's a famous restaurant called Commander's Palace. It's like it's like a historic restaurant there, and they have it's one of those where like if they, when you order in the beginning, they're like if you want the soufflé, mm. and we recommend it, you have to order it now. It takes like three hours to cook, so it's the uh, the Creole bread pudding soufflé. Uh, from Commander's Palace, it is uh, delicious. That's sound incredible. Good. No yeah. one's ever finished one, but it's amazing. To like, they bring it over, they pour like some some kind of cream on top of it, and break it open with a spoon, and it's it's uh, it's incredible. How, how big how big are yes. they that no one's ever finished it? I think it's just like the I mean, the meal at a Commander's Palace type place or any in right. New Orleans is so rich anyway. By the time you get to this thing, you enjoy the five or six bites you get, but it's not mm-hmm. it's not huge. It's not like some giant uh, thing. If you just ate that. Walked in and had the souffle, you could finish it no problem. But it's after eating all this, uh, all this good stuff that it's, it's hard to cram down a dessert. I once won a,
3: uh, a competition, a souffle making competition. Did you? Yeah.
4: How many potatoes did you use?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was a raspberry souffle in a restaurant in Edinburgh during the festival. And it was for someone. Someone was doing a YouTube thing where like, they're trying to get like a comedian's cooking against each yeah. other competition going on. And uh, I beat Jeff Leach.
4: Oh, well done! And like the soufflé, I mean, I feel like souffles is either work or don't. Like I don't know anything about yeah. them, but like either they rise and they collapse, or they like. And you knew enough how to, about cooking to no, make it. Just we uh, got a
3: crash course in it by the chef, so it's the, the actual chef's own recipe, so mm-hmm. a proper good chef, and he, get, he quickly taught us how to make it. And then I think you know we were doing it, but you've been set up to fail for comedy. Sure. And I made a slightly less worse one than the other guy. <laughs> but it was delicious mixture. Have you eaten like r- raw souffle mixture before? No. I've done a while. Why the fuck did I ask? <laughs> Why would you ever sit? I mean, there's no way you've eaten raw souffle mixture, especially yeah. raspberry souffle. You know, it's just, just egg white though, not it? Like it was very nice. It was very nice. We ate loads of it. It's really velvety. And I, I escape to that memory every now and again during this. I should have, <laughs> I, I should have been thinking about that this whole podcast. It would me feel secure.
4: How often do you
3: go to Edinburgh? Uh, I haven't been for a couple of years, but I did go every year for ten years?
4: Yeah, I do every every year pretty right. much. I yeah. went I think last year, or the year before, for the first time ever. And uh it was it was a uh it was a wild time. I was I did two shows on two separate nights. I was just walking around looking at all the flyers. Yes. I couldn't believe how many the musicals there were. Yeah. It was like everything the musical and I was like, how in the hell yeah. are they getting anyone to see like I could see one thing being the musical, but it was Everything. What, like, everything. what
2: people normally would do, they'll wait for like a big zeitgeisty thing. So there'll yes. be like five Brexit the musicals, mm-hmm. and they just yes. hope that people see Brexit and go, "That's something that is real," and then they and then they go and watch it. So yeah, I don't think they're, good. they're none of them are good.
4: No, but I, can't, be, I yeah. can't imagine. Yeah, I don't like regular musicals, much less a parody musical. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly been thrown together uh, in, in a month. Game of Thrones the musical. That was big as
2: well. Mm-hmm. All of the, I think yeah, and, and that guy did One Man Breaking Bad. People just wait. For something to be popular, and then do a fringe show version of it, basically.
4: Yeah. Would you go back with Jesuit the musical? Mm, I can't imagine. I can't imagine doing a musical anything, but I would definitely go back and do two shows. Doing the month seems uh, seems like a lot. I used to sure. want to do that, but uh, then I kind of outgrew that uh, that desire. I don't want yeah. to be anywhere more than a couple of days. In any place ever. To to perform, you know what I mean. If I'm like doing a week, I went to London once and did a week of shows. And I didn't understand why I didn't just do one big one instead of doing, you know, seven days of it. Yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that makes sense. Every time, so we just grew grew up as comics doing the Edinburgh Festival for the full months and never worked out that you don't have to do it. (laughs) Do you know what I
4: mean? Like every time I hear an American comic say, oh, just go for a few days, like, oh, yeah, fuck, you could do that. I was surprised I went to a festival in Dublin um the Vodafone festival Mm -hmm. and I met a uh a comic and he's like you want to you know get a whiskey get to know each other I'm like great and he says yeah I'm I'm going from here to Edinburgh I almost have my hour done I just need 10 more minutes I said do you mean 10 more funny minutes and he goes oh no in Edinburgh you just have to talk and I thought (laughs) Jesus Christ like no wonder I've never heard of you like that sounds that sounds awful like we just have to like Talk about my dad dying. you know. Yeah, that was a and big thing for a while. I don't think nuts. people
2: can do that anymore, though, because it's become so much of a trope. Sure. Mm. And Once
3: you've done it once, you can't do it again. People, yeah. know. people know it hasn't happened again. That's it. Play that card once. No confidence saying that. As soon as I said it, no confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Hatcher was in just before you. She was laughing and touching my arm.
2: Would you like Anthony to
4: touch your arm? No, because break it. <laughs> how many callbacks did you do? A
2: few. Quite
3: a few. She I, liked. Liked them.
4: I feel like Terry Hatcher built your confidence up too much. Yeah.
3: You guys well, I watched ha- that happen
4: as well. You should have had me coming first. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, let's read the order back. <laughs> so, normally I'd say I'm going to read the order. Let me know how you feel about it. I already know how you feel about it. Completely confident. And definitely you're fine with all of this. Sparkling water. Pretzel roll with salt butter and also salt on the butter. Uh, raw oysters straight out of the ocean, chilled. U.S. DA Prime dry-aged 35 medium-rare plus steak. Garlic mashed potatoes with uh, maybe a little bit of truffle in there. Dirty martini with regular olives and Creole bread pudding souffle from
4: Commander's Palace. Mm-hmm. Feel I good about sure. that? I mean, yeah, I have wrote it. Yep. You know, like I... you you copied it down correctly yeah (laughs) do people ever come in and say oh no i what everything i said was was wrong sometimes they can maybe
3: feel like there was so many choices that they they had so many things that like they nearly chose and then they hear the order back and
4: go oh is that what i want oh i'm not sure but it depends what or like they mixed it wrong yeah i gave this a lot of thought before i I thought magic restaurant how many opportunities am i going to have sure to do this the answer is zero absolutely Uh, that i wanted to get it right you know Will you be finishing the souffle because you've had quite a heavy meal before that? Uh, you know, it's been so long since I've had it, since I've been to Commander's Palace that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure, I'm going to stuff it. Even if i got to carry it out my cheeks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it and then just go home and blow dry it. Yeah, <laughs> That's how you do a callback.
3: That's how you do a callback. Yeah. The thing is, I don't feel like,
2: oh God. What's up, James?
3: I don't feel like that. It's, I feel like we've just got different energies and yeah. that one of us, Knows that they're in charge, as they can say, and that's how you do a callback. Whereas I'm thinking in my head, it was fine.
4: When you say different energies, do you mean one of us has confidence?
3: Yeah, one of us is very confident, and one of us is terrified by the other one.
4: Which one's which? Yeah, yeah.
3: Maybe inside.
2: And one of us is just enjoying watching it all unfold. Oh, God. Oh, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, well. yeah,
4: yeah. I'm glad <laughs> I'm you're both enjoying talent. it. Oh, Jesus Christ. You, is this like the vibe every time? Or no, no, not at all. Okay. No, okay. no, it's a my, unique episode. <laughs> never before in my life,
3: on a podcast or off a podcast, has this been the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> never. It's great.
2: Why do you like this? Because you're you're having a fucking meltdown. Oh, <laughs> I'm
3: absolutely having a meltdown. How do we usually wrap up the podcast, Ed?
2: Thank you very
4: much for coming to the Dream Restaurant. Anthony. Thank you for having me. Thank hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for letting me order for everyone. I appreciate it.
2: Well, there we have it. That was the off-menu menu of Anthony Jeselnik. Uh, James is not here to do the outro. Uh, He's too scared. He's hiding in a cupboard. Uh, Come out, Matt. James, he's gone. Uh, He's not coming out for hours now. Uh, But we very much enjoyed that one. Thank you for coming into the off-body restaurant, Anthony Jezelnik. Uh, If you enjoyed the cut of his jib, he has a couple of Netflix specials Available, uh, they're called Thoughts and Prayers and Fire in the Maternity Ward. Hmm, bit blue. Uh, so, uh, give those a watch. A um, bit weird doing this without James, especially as I can see him peeking out from behind the cupboard door. Oh man, he's so spooked. Is he guarded? Um Anthony, of course, did not say Ice Gems, so we didn't have to kick him out. Uh, thank God, because if we tried, I don't think we could have managed it. Um, so check out all those things. Check out our socials, Out of Menu Official on Insta and Twitter, uh, and OffMenuPodcast.co.uk on the website. There's also a list of restaurants that you can go to on there. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you again sometime soon. James, come out now.
3: I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not. afraid.